Hi everyone, and welcome to St. Anne's Egbert for the next of our Wednesday midweek reflections. It's great that we're able to gather together in the middle of the week to take time out and to take stock and to recenter ourselves on God. Obviously, you'll know by now that we release these midweek reflections at 8 a.m., but they're available along with our Sunday services and can be viewed through our website or our YouTube channel at any time of the day that fits in with your schedule. If you're watching via YouTube, remember to click the subscribe button and also that little bell icon next to it, which will remind you every time we've uploaded a video. And while you're there, why not give us a thumbs up as well? If it's your first time with us today, thank you for joining us. And my name is Ian Greenwood, I'm the vicar here, and it's great to welcome you to St Anne's. We're a growing church in the south of Liverpool, and you can find out all about us by visiting our website, www.stannesegbeth.com, and there you'll find out just who we are, what we're about, you can listen to some of our weekly sermons that's been uploaded over the last couple of years, and you can also read my blog. We are continually amazed during this lockdown by how many people are actually engaging with our online material. It's brilliant to know that it's reaching so many people and actually making a difference. If you've been around St Anne's for a while, you'll have heard about or even attended our What If course, which is a short five-week course designed for anyone who's got questions around the Christian faith. The big questions, such as what if God's real? What if Jesus did actually die on the cross? What if there is life after death? If that's you and you're asking those kind of questions, then the course is just perfect for you. It usually takes place in our local pub and we share a meal together, but we can't do that right now. And so we're planning on doing this using Zoom. It'll be a little bit different, but it should work just as well. There'll be a short talk from Matt or myself, followed by a time of questions and answers. We're planning on starting on Thursday the 4th of June at 7pm and then that will run for the next four Thursdays after that. Even if you've done the course before and would like to do it again, then that's brilliant. Come and join us, the more the merrier. Just message or email me or Matt and we'd be delighted to sign you up. Lots of people enjoyed my midweek reflection a couple of weeks ago where I had Duke doing a few tricks. Duke's my little black Labrador puppy. And there were loads of positive comments about how well Duke was doing with his training. So today I wanted to share a little bit more about him. I was hoping to show you another little clip, uh, but it didn't work out, so I'm sorry about that. You'll just have to make do with me telling you a short tale. The other day we took him for his first experience of swimming. All labs love swimming. Well, so they should, but we think they do. Um, we didn't know whether Duke did or not, actually. And it was hilarious to watch him because he was a mixture of excitement, of nerves, of fear, all rolled into one. He was desperate to get into the water, but he was also desperate to pay heed to our instructions. He was so giddy, he couldn't actually concentrate. We've all been there, haven't we? Anyway, Nicky threw the stick into the water and in he went. Luckily, there were some older and wiser dogs who were already in the water and they were kind of leading the way. But he was dead nervous and he was quite timidly putting his paws in, just testing the water, testing his footing, and he wasn't sure about it and he kept coming in and out. Eventually though, he built up his confidence and he began to wade in up to his shoulders. And it wasn't long after that that Nicola was able to tempt him a little bit further out by throwing the stick into the deeper water. And out he went with this newfound confidence, only to suddenly have that taken from him 
when he found himself out of his depth. Amazingly though, like most dogs, within just a second he was off and he was swimming. Just his little head could be seen above the water as his legs carried him out towards the stick that he was fetching. When he eventually brought it back, that was it. He was absolutely hyper. He was running around everywhere and he was soaking everything and everyone who was in his vicinity. Within a few moments though, he'd gone from being timid in the water to swimming out in the depths. And I was reminded of this amazing passage in Luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 11, where Jesus calls out to Simon Peter and he tells him to put out into deeper water and to let the net down for a catch. If you've got a minute, why not stop and read that passage now? It's an amazing passage, Luke 5, 1 to 11. It sounds simple, but there's lots going on in this passage. The disciples are seasoned fishermen, and yet we read that they'd been out all night and they'd caught nothing. You can imagine how exhausted they would be after a whole night's fishing. Not just tired and weary, but frustrated. This was their livelihood. No catch meant no money and no food for themselves or their families. So there was all those tensions going on here as well. They're tired, they're weary and they're worried. Now add to that this carpenter telling them how to fish. It's like someone who can't drive a car telling a racing driver how to drive. Well, that's how it might have felt to them. I know how I would have felt at this point. I'd have been really quite angry. Who are you to tell me how to fish? And so we've got these disciples. They're tired, they're weary, they're worried, and they're probably angry and frustrated. And maybe even a bit humiliated. It's not a good combination, is it? I wonder, do you see yourself in any of those emotions right now? I can certainly relate to a couple of them. There are times where I'm really weary of this situation. I'm frustrated by this lockdown. And yes, there's an element of worry that you might want to throw into that. How's it all going to work out? When are we ever going to get our lives back to normal again? What's normal going to be like? What about the kids schooling? What about church and everything else? Anyway, Jesus tells them to put out into the deeper water. There's loads going on here. First and foremost, forget the fishing. It's not about the fishing. You see, Jesus is testing them. He's testing their faith. He's asking them to trust him and to show it by their actions. He's saying, I know you've had a bad day and things are gonna go okay from now on if you put your trust in me and you do as I say, things will get better. It's a massive learning curve for these disciples. They're being asked to step out of their comfort zone. They're being asked to let someone else hold the reins. They're being asked to go deeper. Deeper in every sense. Deeper into the water, yes. But it's actually deeper in their trust and their relationship of Jesus. Deeper in their realisation of who Jesus is. And deeper in their faith. It's as if Jesus is saying, trust me in this and see what happens next. And so they take this step and we must never underestimate the courage that it takes for them to take this step. 
But look what happens. They catch so many fish that their boat can't handle the weight and they actually begin to sink. And they've got to call others over to help them. And then comes the realization. They can't humanly grasp what is happening. And they know that it's something miraculous, something divine. And they're suddenly aware of who Jesus is. And they're aware of their own failings in his presence. And Peter cries out, Go away from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. And look at the response from Jesus. Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. And so they pulled their boats up onto the shore. They left everything and they followed him. Again, he says, don't worry. You've seen what I can do. Put your trust in me. Have faith in me because I've got an even greater task for you. From now on, you're going to fish for people. So what about you and me today? What's this saying to us? Well, maybe Jesus is asking us to go a little bit deeper, to step out of our comfort zones, to wade out into the depths. In other words, maybe he's asking us to have a deeper faith, a deeper trust. And if you do that, you might become more aware that God has something special in store for you, that he's got something that only you can do. He's got plans for you. But right now, he's simply asking you to trust him, to hold on and to go a little deeper with him. So today, why not step out? Trust him in the little things and see what happens. Let your faith lead you and know that he's in control. And like Simon Peter, let's allow the realization of who Jesus actually is to transform our lives. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we give thanks that you call us to go deeper with you, that you call us to step out in faith. Help us to put our trust and our faith in you, knowing that there's nowhere we can go that you haven't already been. And as we follow you, help us to know that you have a plan for us, that you want to use us in different ways. And may we look for signs of you today. And in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for watching this short reflection. And I look forward to seeing you on Sunday for our Half 10 online service. And don't forget, if you'd like to sign up for our What If course, then do contact me or Matt and we'd love to sign you up for that. But until then, God bless. Mm -hmm.